Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual Radio Show. You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual Podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you're listening to us from. Thanks very much for doing so. We have a wonderful guest, a returning guest, probably the best I have ever known at talking about sleep to lay audiences, but he's talking about the opposite side of sleep today, energy. Um, And in fact, that's almost the name of his new book, Energize. He is a great communicator, as well as a incredibly knowledgeable person. Um, He teamed up in this case with um, the person who was, in fact, I'll let you, um, I'll let us ask him about why he teamed up with Stacy Griffin um, from SoulCycle about this book. And we're gonna find out what a dolphin, bear, wolf, and lion has to do with your energy. I guess if I was facing those, which would I rather face? I guess would be the dolphin. (laughs) But we'll find out what that has to do with, in fact, Energize. We, as usual, are brought to you by Life's First Naturals, the makers of bovine colostrum and true biotics. Well, bovine colostrum has nothing to do with sleep except it gets rid of bloating and leaky gut syndrome from non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, as well as exercise and upper respiratory infections. Those are the randomized controlled trials that have been repeatedly done and shown that bovine colostrum, two grams a day, is a great adjunct if you're taking an aspirin a day, or if you take non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, or if you do, like Michael Bruce and I both do, exercise pretty hard every day. As well as um, True Biotics is the other one of their great products, and we'll talk more about that later. But in the meantime, let's get to Dr. Bruce. Mike, uh, Michael, and, and Dr. Bruce, his first name is Michael, so apologize if I use that. Um, I'm gonna try and keep going back to Dr. Bruce, B-R-E-U-S, um, and, uh, Tell me, would you rather be facing a lion, a wolf, or a bear? Because all of us would rather face a dolphin if it was the fourth choice. Yeah, so great question. And of course, thank you so much for uh, having me on the show. This is one of my favorite shows to be on. And as a matter of fact, for folks who've been listening for a while, I used to be on fairly regularly. Um, so uh, excited to be back and always excited to be working with you, Dr. Royzen. Such an honor and such a pleasure. Um, so the privilege is mine, Michael. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. So, you know, when we're looking at something like sleep and, you know, people turned to me and they said, well, Michael, you're the sleep doctor. Why did you write a book about energy? And I said, you know, here's the thing is very rarely has anybody wandered into my office and said, Michael, I don't need any more sleep. I've got so much energy. I'm brimming with it all. Right. It, it just never seems to happen that way. Whereas lots of people show up in my office and they say, oh, I'm exhausted. Um, you know, I don't have any energy. I think it has to do with sleep. What's going on? So what I ended up doing was I was happened to be working with um, my uh, my trainer, uh, Stacy Griffith. So for folks who don't know Stacy, Stacy is one of the founding trainers of a company called Soul Cycle, which is an indoor bicycling uh, class where you go in and you do all the you know cycling, and it's lots of fun and it's 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 really motivating actually. 
um, she was working with me on my exercise. I was working with her on her sleep. And um, we ended up having some very interesting issues. One of the things that happened was- Sounds like a great partnership. It was actually a great partnership. And you know, Michael, when we were talking, one of the things that we talked about was she said to me, she said, you know, my, my clients are always exhausted. And I said, well, Stacy, you're exercising the heck out of them. Of course they are. And she said, no, no, no. She said, I'm not exercising them so much that they, that they report fatigue, uh, lack of energy, those types of things during the day. She said, I don't understand what's going on. So I said, are they sleeping well? And she said, you know, other than you, I don't really think about this, their sleep very often. I, I said, oh, that's interesting. And then I started telling her about my clients. And I said, you know, my clients have been complaining about being exhausted, not, not tired, but rather exhausted or having a lack of energy. And she said, well, how much do they exercise? I said, you know what? I hadn't really thought about it. So we all of a sudden quickly realized that each of our areas of specialty were related. And we weren't exactly sure how they were related, but we knew that they had to be related. And so we decided to start doing a little data collection. So we, I went out and I grabbed about 10 or 15 people and I said, hey, do me a favor and monitor your energy throughout the day. They said, Michael, I don't know, how would I measure my energy? I, <laughs> I have no idea, how, how would I do something like that? And I said, okay, you're gonna use a zero to 10 scale um, and I'll give you these anchor points so that you know what each number means. So what I did was I used the response, uh, uh, ratings of perceived exertion scale by Dr. Gunnar Borg. So this is a scale that's been used in psychology and exercise science for a gazillion years. And it tells us how much energy or effort somebody is putting into whatever particular activity they're doing during the day. So then we started to say, okay, we want you to monitor your energy five separate times. So right after you wake up, right before lunch, right after lunch, before dinner, and then before bed. Because once again, it was hard for people to identify, was there a particular time of day that was worse than the other? Because very few people wake up exhausted. Now, if you do wake up exhausted, by the way, that's actually a sign that you could either have something called depression or something called a sleep disorder, like undiagnosed sleep apnea or narcolepsy or something along those lines. But generally speaking, most people wake up with a decent amount of energy to start their day. It's only after their day progresses that they start to notice times when they've got less and less energy. And that's really what we wanted to focus on and give them solutions for doing that. And that's what the book does is we give three different kinds of solutions. It's really a 24 hour a day program where we have people using intermittent fasting for their food choices and for their timing of eating. We have using something called your chronotypes, uh, which I'm gonna tell you about in a second, uh, for sleeping and then different body movement types in order to be able to keep you moving because we all know that sitting is the new smoking, right? So to finally answer your question of which animal would I want to get into a tussle with, to be fair, probably none of them, but let's describe what each animal does and why we're talking about animals when we're talking about sleep. There's this thing inside- That's of a, that, that's a let, let's just take a break for a second. So this is a 30 day plan and I assume we're going to get into, is there a different plan for each of the animal types? And you're going to, and I hope you'll now define the animal types for us. You bet. Um, and we've only got, we've only got about eight more minutes to the uh, podcast. So I, I, I want you to get it all in because um, we it had too much admiration for each other at the, <laughs> at the top. No worries. 
So one of the things that I've been well known for is something called my Chrono Quiz. That's C-H-R-O-N-O-Q-U-I-Z dot com. If folks go over there, you will learn what your chronotype is. So what is a chronotype? You may have heard of the uh, of the vernacular, but not necessarily the theory. So if anybody out there has ever been called an early bird or a night owl, those are chronotypes. So my contribution to the literature is we used to think that there were only three. Early birds, people in the middle, we called them hummingbirds and night owls. I actually found a fourth chronotype and added it to the list. One thing I want to be super duper clear about is Chronotypes are genetic. These are not things that you can change. If you want to become an early bird, that isn't necessarily something that you can just make happen. Um, and so everybody has their own chronotype. What's amazing about this is this is your genetic sleep schedule. This tells you exactly what time to go to bed and exactly what time to wake up. And we can actually discover that quite easily by having people go to chronoquiz.com. So in the book, we took the chrono quiz or the chronotype identification scheme, and then we added it to energy and we added it to nutrition. The sleep part we had done in uh, the third book of The Power of When. When looking at the nutrition side of things, it gets really interesting talking about chronotypes, but I want to take a breath here and see if you had any questions. No, and, and I think we've covered nutrition pretty well in our own book called What to Eat When. Um, so let's go into the uh, maybe and maybe the movement schedule. Yes. Go to it. Perfect. So first of all, I also want to give some props to you because you have correctly identified what to eat and when to eat it. And so that's a lot of what's going on in the front part of my book. So people should absolutely positively get a copy of what to eat when it's actually one of my favorite books out there on this particular topic. But let's talk about movement for just a second since we only have a few moments left. So those five different times where I have people monitor their energy during the day, I actually turn those into times to move. Now I wanna be super clear, this is not exercise, this is movement. Those are two very different things. When we talk about movement, there are five different movements that we have people do. So the first one is a stretch. So it kind of makes sense. You've been sleeping, hopefully, for a little bit of time. You want to stretch out your, your muscles, stretch out your joints, get kind of lubrication going, and be able to activate your day. The second one is called a bounce. I'm sorry, called a shake. So a shake is where you actually shake out your hands, shake out your legs. I don't know if you've ever noticed, Mike, when a dog wakes up after it's been sleeping, you know, it does that crazy shake where it shakes its whole body to wake itself up. Absolutely. That's exactly what we're, <laughs> that's exactly what we're talking about. The third one is the bounce, and this could be skipping rope, it could be jumping up and down, you could have an old mini trampoline in your closet that you use, but again, five minutes of just moving up and down. The fourth one is a build. This is where you actually would do a bigger type of exercise, like push-up, sit-up, or a deep knee bend, but I want to be very clear, we don't want people breaking a sweat here. All we want you doing is moving those major muscle groups so they don't stiffen up uh, and cause a lot, a lot of inflammation. The final movement is called a balance, where we might have you doing a tree pose, we might have you standing on one foot before bed, but something to really focus your energy and bring you present. And so what ends up happening is if you do these five different movements five times a day, what ends up happening is you end up with a tremendous amount of energy because number one, you're not sitting in front of a Zoom call all day, you're actually getting up and moving around. Number two, you're using intermittent fasting uh, and what to eat when to be able to understand how to have your fuel resources. 
And then you use chronotypes to be able to go to bed and wake up based on your biology. Now, how does this relate to a lion versus a dolphin, a wolf or a bear? So lions are the new term for early birds. So you no longer have to be an early bird. You get to be the king of the jungle or the queen of the jungle. Bears are what we used to call hummingbirds. So they're in the middle. Wolves are the new name for night owls and dolphins are the name for my insomniac clients. So I really wrote the book primarily for dolphins. So it was funny that you chose dolphins because quite honestly, those are the people that I have a tendency to help the most with the power of when. And isn't that remarkable? So you can get this book. It's a wonderful book. Energize and feel more energy during the day. Um, and this is true. Almost all of us find sometime in their life, they get into a slump during the day. I know. And, and, and this is, this is characteristic. My wife just said to me, I'm getting, I'm feeling tired from 4 to 5 p.m. and then I get another burst of energy. What does that characterize? So what's interesting about that, so um, what ends up happening for a lot of people is later in the day, we see a slight core body temperature elevation and then drop, which is a signal to the brain to release melatonin. So that same process that happens right before bed can happen sometime between 1 and 3 in the afternoon. And that's one of the reasons why so many people find that time to be sleepy. Um, for your wife, there's a couple of other things that it could be. One of the things that we know is that um, as we age, our melatonin production gets earlier and earlier and earlier. So as an example, Mike, now I'm turning to my wife at 5.30 and saying, hey, what's for dinner? <laughs> when I used to never ask until 7.30, 8 o'clock. And so a lot of those things are backing up and that can actually cause people to have a time of tiredness. And then what we would basically call a second wind. Um, and I think that's one of the things that your wife might be experiencing is that short second wind. And is there anything we should do about that? In other words, is there a, should you Absolutely. go to a different mm -hmm. temperature zone? Should you do that um, movement process again where stretch, shake, uh, bounce, and uh, if you will, should we do that? What should we be doing at that time? What should I tell her? Yeah, this is such a great question, Mike. So here's what you should tell her. You should grab her by the hand as she's tired and say, let's go outside for a walk because you're going to do two very important, actually three very important things. Number one, you're going to get her up and moving. Number two, you'll bring her outside where she gets direct sunlight. And remember, melatonin cannot be produced in the presence of sunlight. So we'll switch that switch off. And once she's moving outside and get some fresh air, it is a little on the chilly side that will wake her up as well. So I would say that at four o'clock each day, you have a date with your wife to go on a little walk, maybe around the neighborhood, just to keep her awake and thriving. And then she'll be able to go to sleep. No problem that night. Thanks very much. We've been talking with the sleep doctor, Dr. Michael Bruce, B-R-E-U-S who's written with Stacey Griffin, a wonderful new book called Energize. And if you want to have more energy anytime, but especially during the daytime, Energize is for you. Thanks very much, Dr. Bruce. Thank you for downloading us. The 50,000 of you who do it every week, we really appreciate it. It's what motivates us. And remember, 
We are brought to you by Life's First Naturals. Go to their website, lifesfirstnaturals.com. True Biotics is their probiotic, shown again in randomized double-blind studies to help with gut health and immune uh, competence. And even more importantly, I think, is their unique product, um, the capsules of bovine colostrum. I take baby aspirin twice a day to decrease inflammation, decrease my risk of cancer, as well as heart disease and stroke. This protects your gut against that, as well as if you are like Stacy Griffith and exercise Dr. Bruce too hard, it helps protect him from complaining to her. Thanks very much for listening. Thank you, Caitlin, for engineering. We'll be back next week.